Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 32, The Mule. And welcome to another spicy, geriatric version of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bieschke. Good morning. And Brother Lucas. Top of the day. (laughs) It's another morning in Burbank, a morning screening for Clint Eastwood's The Mule. Clint, Clint, what have you been doing lately? (laughs) Pushing 90. 88. Nine decades on the horizon. The 1517 to Paris was to be the first episode of this podcast you're listening to. Infamously, Lucas could not attend, would not attend. To see it in a theater alone is asking someone to walk across hot coals without any assistance on on either side. People have been asked to do that, and they have accomplished it, by the way. Wow. Firewalker. I'm wow. Uh, Bishki and I were the firewalkers. Uh. We, We instinctively left the movie in the middle of it to go to MacGuffins to get a stiff drink. Oh, God. It... Uh, and it's, Luke, a sh- it's a shock to the system. And Lucas, to your credit, you have caught up with it. I, I but it, it took me it took me a MacGuffin's break. It took me two <laughs> sittings to get through it because about twenty two minutes in, you just hit the eject button like in in, in like a, a pilot. You know, it's spinning, spinning out of control. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't stay awake. Like, like it's I, just... th- I think right after the title sequence, right after the title <sighs> card, when you realize that oh, these are real dudes. They, these are not actors. In the car. Yeah, I was I was revisiting it last oh, night. Oh my. Yeah. But so, but what's even crazier is it's like not just that, but then when you do cast actors, you're casting comedians. <laughs> yeah, like, it's all you, comedians. You, you cast. Jay Lee White, aka Steve Urkel from Family Matters, as well as Thomas Lennon and from Tony Reno 911, and, and Tony Hale, and it's like, it's like off the rails. Like I'm, I'm just laughing at like certain scenes. That just movie like has defined. a special place in my heart, but it is bananas. Poss- it is one of the worst films ever it, it, made. It feels, yeah. especially, it feels like, especially by a respected director. It feels like Clint either didn't make it at all, meaning he gave like his DP or someone a camera and was like, just shoot the script and let me know when it's done. Right. Or, or Clint shot it himself and was like, don't talk to me. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it my entire career. I got this. Like, And everyone just like stepped back and let him deliver that. So... Suffice it to say, the shadow of the 1517 looms large over this morning's proceedings. Uh, this looks like he's got some act- some actual actors in it. Bradley Cooper, although 
Bradley Cooper didn't seem to have any lines in the trailer. No, I think he's doing Clint a solid. He's doing Clint he's, a solid like, this, for like, his... He's too big for this, but he's just... He knows Clint doesn't have a lot of time left. And you know, this could Amer- be his last movie. They, they bromanced on American Sniper and, you know... They... Clint was supposed to direct A Star is Born with Cooper and Beyonce before something happened and they pushed it. And Is that they, is yeah. that a true Hollywood story? That is. That is accurate, oh. yeah. That's a scoop. Bisky, did you speaking know Speaking of this? scoops, I did know that. Speaking of scoops, <laughs> speaking of scoops, uh, our resident Clint expert has arrived here. Should we, should we, should oh, we, yeah. should let's we pause get him, and get him in here? Let's get him in here. Okay, uh, let's, let's make a pause sound effect. And magically, Brother Nathan is here. Welcome. Materializing, oh, materializing in the Prius. So How you're are the you Clint expert, huh? Uh, I didn't know. Big, in residence, Clint doctor. Uh, I am a Clint Eastwood fan. I mean, I I have followed his films. I think he the best thing to say about him is he had a great eye for material in his early picks. His movies like Beguiled. I mean, you guys have talked about his career a little bit. I don't know if you have. No, we just we're just getting into just it. We're talking in. about later period, like say fifteen, seventeen. Like Space to Paris. Cowboys. Oh no, yeah, the very late, the very last film I have not seen. Oh, uh, with the actors. Oh, I know you guys. <laughs> You're in for a real. You recommend treat. I sit down and put that in and watch yes. it by myself? Yeah, yes. I, I I just did, and it's it's, <laughs> it's like it's, here's a shotgun. Here's it's it. challenging, but it, it has its rewards. We die alone, and we watch. 1517 to um, Paris alone. He's uh, Eastwood's kind of also like Woody Allen, where like every other film is like either really kind of like it nails it, nails what it's trying to do, mm-hmm. and then there's one that's like always way off. Yeah. And he's always at the helm though, so he's I, I, I like his very reserved, like the way what, the, what I hear about his reserved way of directing the actors, mm-hmm. and I think what he gets sometimes. One is bigger done. than what he, one what take, he, you know, the and that's part. it. Like, and it, and it doesn't help in the fifteen, seventeen, when you're a lead guy. Well, okay, we can ram well, on that one. We, we can got, ram on that we one. We gotta talk about the mule. Right. I haven't read any reviews. the The trailer looked like uh, peppermint for the older set. It looks like he's taken on some some Mexican drug dealers, and it looks, it looks like, like it has some edge to it. It looks like it could be another kind of uh, secure our borders kind of panic <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, I no, mean, look, I don't I don't agree with his politics, <laughs> and 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 Gran Torino was hashtag problematic, and this <laughs> this movie's trailer had some of that too, like definitely some of that. Uh, but I, I, I'm open minded and I'm optimistic though, because I I feel like I feel like in he he can't go worse than fifteen seventeen. You, you no, can't. No, well, no, no, no. Fifteen seventeen. No. Those three guys. You that cannot. would that, that would definitely if if you were a younger filmmaker like that would that, that would, would kill you. That would be like Richard Richard Kelly career ending. Yeah, like like you would be out of the business so fast. Honestly, that movie couldn't make it into film festivals if it no. didn't have Clint's name on it. Yeah. it right. Would not get There's no chance. chance. No well, way. Some no some way. of the magic of all of them is that he's in them though. His he his acting yeah. is actually. I'm ready to see uh, him. He's at the yeah. center of an access here. But there's not going to be many more where he's he's in. He's the main guy. No, I think so. this might this be is... a swan song because I thought Gran Torino was in terms of on-screen performance, but 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 here when I saw the trailer, as as iffy as certain elements of it were, Clint's vo when he was like, "I'm sorry for for what it's worth. Like I'm sorry for everything. Like I got a knot in my throat. Like I got like kind of hit me yes. on a gut There's... level, and I was like, God damn you, man.' There was a music like, swell in the in yeah, the trailer. What about, as well? yeah, what about the fifth yeah. time you saw that trailer? It, it still affected me. Like it really. <laughs> It's, it's like, a good trailer. It's well, we'll, really heavy. We'll like, see it, how it, it really ends, too. Like, if he's por- got, portentous. I'm imagining he's going to have a bullet in his gut, and he just drives his truck off into the dusty sunset. Well, let me just say that this is Well, it's based on a true story, 
so it's got to be somewhat grounded, right? Well, I, I, so, I think so I have American a prediction. Sniper. Uh, I have a prediction where he'll he's really gonna stir the stir the pot here through the whole film, but he'll he'll get away. This is what this is all these genres. He'll get away. But he'll, talk, be, yeah. he'll the go fate in, of mule. He'll get away on his car. He's like, I'm free and clear. I'm gonna stop and get a cup of coffee. And like Bradley Cooper's gonna be there. Some guy trying to yeah. track him. Yeah. I kind of you know something like that. And then he lets and, him and go. he's like he lets him go, but he's like, I know it was you, damn it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here, like you dirty old man. You dirty old man. So I think that <laughs> that's like in my heart of hearts. Like <laughs> I think Clint can do that. You know, dirty old I think man. there's gonna be a very like uh, soft. Uh, There'll be a melodic score, but it'll just be very simple. He's you gonna do everything Clint will real sing on, the on a dime. He'll he'll sing the final you know, yes. end credit song, which Brain he's done before. I mean, he, his, his face, guys. He used to be carved out of a block of like granite. You know, he looked yeah. amazing. Well, one of the weird things, but now. Lucas, he, he looks like a bowl of porridge with eyes in there. It looks like, it looks <laughs> but, like ISIS, like well, chipped well, down. What, that what I found like but super, he's gotta go with it, you know? super weird about the fifteen seventeen. <laughs> was that there were scenes where like like the real life characters like portrayed as like younger kids had like Clint Eastwood posters in their bedroom. Yes, oh, yes. Like, that's like, my like, family. Like, and and, and then, then like, when they were like, older, when it was the actual real guy, he had like the man with no name t-shirt. Yeah, and I'm but, thinking like, was this real? Like, did you really wear what, this on the day it really happened? Or are you guys 12, just like circ- tw- circle jerking like on set with him because you're like, what I'm making a What 12 year old has a letters from Iwo Jima poster in his bedroom? <laughs> it was that bananas. was so wrong. shit was bananas. It just felt weird. You got it free from the video. We're going to end up like, talking what? about 1517 to Paris all day if we don't end this. Oh, we well, gotta, i got to catch up and see we, this one. You do. Everybody within oh, the sound of my voice, uh, just check it out. It is uh, unbelievable. Uh, the whole movie's a salad dragon. Uh, but it is. Let's, let's go get muled. <laughs> let's go have a Moscow mule. It's let's, our last Lodge cast of the year. It, oh, it is. Oh, this is the last right. one. This is the last one. One last one. One last, one last, so, so one last cast. This is the last one. Get you over this shit. We'll see you on the I other swear. side. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Cliff. Another mule kicking in my stall. Another mule kicking in my stall. I'm gonna kill the mule. wonderful at improvisation so we would leave the script and we would improv i couldn't remember my lines that's I had to, <laughs> no, just have to, to start improvising no <laughs> I, I just uh, that's just when you're into the story and you're into the character you feel you could say anything because you're staying within the character mm. and that sometimes would be disconcerting for for certain actors uh, but in her case it didn't bother her at all. Oh, she I just loved jumped it. right in. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> and we are back hot and fresh from that mule. Woo! That mule Ooh. was a traveling man. It was a long run. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me just say first, I am so happy this is the final film of the Lodgecast year, of the calendar year. I, yeah. fitting. I It's so fitting. This movie has it all. <laughs> this movie is, should have been called 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before, oh, before, wow. we dig, before we dig into that mule, Bishki, what's that snops smelling like? From the Rotten Tomatoes, Earl Stone, a man in his 80s who is broke, 
alone and facing foreclosure of his business mm. when he's offered a job that simply requires him to drive. Easy enough, but unbeknownst to Earl, he just signed on as a drug courier for a Mexican cartel. <laughs> he does well, so well in fact, that his cargo increases exponentially and Earl is assigned a handler. But he isn't the only one keeping tabs on Earl. What? Mysterious, it keeps going. Mysterious <laughs> new drug what? mule has also hit the radar of hard charging DEA agent Colin. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna make a big splash. <laughs> hard charging, <laughs> like Richard Chance. <laughs> what is genre? What a, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not supposed to editorialize. Hard charging DEA agent. <laughs> No. Keep going. Get through it. Get through it. <laughs> it's been a giggle fest the whole movie, oh, too, Jesus man. Jesus Christ. Our Keep going. I'm trying to. Uh. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, hard, uh, hard, hard charging. Hard charging. It's like, <laughs> just skip that part. <laughs> Move past that part. Move past it. No, Read gotta, the next line. Okay, okay, we got it. We got this. I gotta get to his name. I gotta get to his name. Okay. Okay. <sighs> we, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Go. Go. Colin Bates. There. <laughs> and even as his money okay. problems become a thing of the past, yeah. Earl's past mistakes start to weigh heavily on him. Yeah, they do. They did. It's yeah. uncertain if he'll have time to right those wrongs before law enforcement or the cartels. Enforcers catch up to him. Jesus! Oh, oh my God! God. That's wrong. Now okay. let's just let's just comment on why we are reacting uh, such like uh, uproariously at the description because Cooper <laughs> and this is crazy. In the same year as A Star Is Born, he yeah. has got like a day player yes. role. Like yes. this is literally a glorified extra. This could be anyone. This this literally could be. This should have been Lawrence Fishburne, but because he got Bradley Cooper on the yeah, phone and asked yep. him yes or no, and Bradley Cooper couldn't say no. Couldn't. He literally <laughs> he, had he, to. He, he gave Lawrence Fishburne an even worse thankless day player okay. role. Okay, let's let's approach this. But but hard charging, he is not. I mean, he's, he's, he is sleepwalking. I mean, he is so like in post on Star Is Born while he's acting. Okay, yeah. it's all true. It's all yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Shot mule. The same thing. The Mule feels like a movie created by an 80-something-year-old man. Oh, my yeah. God. It is <laughs> so oh geriatric. Oh, my God. Oh my this God. is Grand, Tor draft, Grand right. Torino with the gloves we, on. Yeah. <laughs> with the gardening gloves on, though. We walked in, <laughs> and we were... I felt so young. We were the youngest little tiny boys white. in that theater. It was yeah. It was all... It was all... Hardcore Eastwood base. Very, very... Yeah, his base was there. It was an Eastwood There rally. were walkers. Oh, oh, oh. There yeah. were uh, chaperones, like younger oh, for the older oxygen people. Tanks. There, There were bathroom trips and groups because they had to go together. <laughs> um, canes. Mm -hmm. There was a lot, a lot of... Walkers and canes. A lot of just talking, like rephrasing things that happened. People and, were missing lines. Yeah. What did they just say? And then the groups would come back from the bathrooms and have to be brought up to date with what was going on in the movie. It all happened. And I, I viewed the whole thing as a sociological experiment. I'm just like, this is <laughs> this is interesting to just see how this all unfolds at ten AM on a fucking Sunday. And it yeah. and it played great. I think I think oh, I think every like everyone around buses. us was way more plugged they in than we it. were it on was, a different it level. It was a geriatric comedy all the way. It was. So, it was cool. playing to its yeah. audience. <laughs> so here's the thing. 
So, Clint Eastwood plays this kindly gardener, and it begins right off the bat where a Latino gentleman pulls up to his gardening service, and he's like, hey, you're driving that that car around here looking like you want to get deported, you know? like first line. (laughs) Taco truck. Real car, yeah. Driving that taco mobile around looking like you want to get deported. It's like... He took his character from Gran Torino, sanded off some yeah, of the yeah, edges, yeah. but it, he's basically at this point and throughout the movie just saying, "Yeah, it's a character, but isn't it kind of all of you that are watching me and me? Like, yeah. isn't aren't we kind of at this point where we can just you know say that all Mexicans look alike?" Which he says he's, in the movie. Yeah. He is openly racist. This he is, is this openly is a racist. He sexist like character that's hashtag Trino problematic too. and I was cringing but at a this, lot of it like with in, my eyes closed he's aware he's aware of what he's doing he's aware of oh, what he's 100, doing 100% but it's it. let me try to see you guys will know what I'm saying but I'm gonna try to explain this he's framing it as this is a character and the character is I guess delightfully out of touch but the audience that we're sitting with it's uproarious laughter of recognition yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like to them, it's just kind of like, oh, this is this is the naughty stuff we think, but do not say, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah. what made it feel very uncomfortable. Dirty. Yeah. It just feels like dirty. dirty. Yeah. It feels shallow. It was very shallow, and I felt like I was an accessory, just being privy or witness to it, because <laughs> yeah. like I was not laughing. I think our, I think we were the only four that weren't laughing at like his his racial slurs and like well, because you know, like by I mean, dykes this is how he makes yeah. it this is how we'll, we'll get we'll get yeah. to okay, the we'll okay. get to the dykes okay. and we'll get to the salad dragon scene nobody jumped to the salad <laughs> no, dragon scene no, okay. no, are yeah, you kidding um, like, this is one of those movies yeah. where it's the best because the salad dragons build on each other. Like, I see something early and I'm like, mental note, that's it. And then I see something later and I'm like, nope, that's, that's the previous thing squared. But this one cubed the squared result. Oh my fuck. Anyway, so let's get there. Let's slowly drive toward it. Yeah. So Eastwood's, Eastwood, the, the intro is very interesting and... A lot of his, I think he, no, he didn't write this one, but. No, no Nick no Shank, Nick yeah. Shank took credit. But he approved it. <laughs> and it's not, for the record, they didn't, they didn't attribute it to the article about the real life story, which I, I could have sworn it was based off the article. Yeah, it's based but, but, off a New York Times story. But it's so, different. Oh, that wasn't yeah, material, that wasn't in it at all. It's yeah. all fictional. It's based yeah. on yeah. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it felt like they just took, took that and ran Promise. with it. But the, the early going where he is in his prime. <laughs> where he prime Mueller? he go no 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 in 05 in the no, pro in oh 05, yeah. in 05. Yeah, it's so he, rickety for he, some reason it starts in 05 we he, have no idea why well to show him in his heyday he's dressed super snappy he's he strides into this uh horticulture expo <laughs> and he's charming everybody's pants off he i mean the writing is so clear as to what you need to know like it's almost refreshing in like a faith-based or lifetime film kind of way everything's just laid completely bare he walks in he sees a dude uh explaining how to order flowers on the internet and you know he clearly does things the old-fashioned way so he looks at this guy and literally mutters to himself ah internet who needs it (laughs) that's what he says 
Get a flat tire. You got to call the internet. <laughs> you find out how Google. to change it. <laughs> so he's he, cursing everybody out who's on. Phone. He goes to his his little setup, and people just hound it. Like it's so fucking funny how. Like, how clear it is what you need to be he's getting like, from it. You think it's Viagra, he says. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's <laughs> passing out flowers. He's like, you think I'm giving away free Viagra? That's Viagra. like the level of joke. That's the level of joke we got. But then you add like racial shit to that level of joke, mm. and that's what we're talking about. And it's then, like, yeah. and then it's you throw, not even it, clever. And then you, and then you throw in like right off the bat, he's coming in super hot. Because <laughs> no, no, no. Dramatically, I mean, because because it's it's not just the caricature, but it's also. This prologue that you're describing is occurring on his daughter's wedding yes. day. Like, she yes. is in her wedding gown. They are waiting for him to, to walk her down the aisle, yes. to give her away to her husband at the church. And he is too busy schmoozing and hobnobs, winning some award for growing flowers or something. And, and the drama where he shows up, it's just like fireworks. It's like the audition scene in the right in the opening scene. It's like out of ten. It's like the it's like the Oscar clip they're already playing. And it's like, ah, I don't need to see I don't need to see this much this soon. But they, they really are just establishing like the, this these the family dysfunction. Yeah. The, the daughter they they clearly But they haven't earned any of it. So it, it's like it's, you don't care about any of it. And, and it's, it's like just old people arguing and it's just painful. It's shit that all the characters know. Like the mom, his ex wife tells the daughter in her wedding dress, It's your wedding day. He hasn't shown up for this, he hasn't shown up for that, he mm-hmm. hasn't shown up for a lot of stuff. And there, it's all just like boneheaded familial exposition like there's no mystery to what's going on there's no nuance <laughs> there's, there's no, no craft like it's just clunky just like and let's shot, cram it down their throat it's kind of shot that way too and like i bring up faith-based it's like it's very much it definitely feels faith-based just yeah. for sure if mm-hmm. if if the subject is framed in the shot and it's in focus Let's go. You know, there's mm-hmm. no visual panache to no this No grammar, movie. yeah. <laughs> That's um, like that with all Eastwood. There's flub lines in this. There's like, yes. you know, and it's because he's one take. I he's don't know why take. he thinks yeah. like all, chill. all of it he's has chilling. to happen. Like, yeah, it, you know, a lot of the I, takes, I that a lot of the lot. takes felt like they were improv or ad-lib. He doesn't because, have time for because, takes. Because he grumbles. Like there are just scenes, there's there's there's, there's tales of scenes where he's just like, oh, it's hard. It's hard to mic him. I think because he does kind of he has this kind of ancient grumble which you know like I still think he's a captivating performer but we have to be able to kind of decipher what he's saying you know like sometimes sometimes it's just old man grumble and that's funny but sometimes he's saying some shit and I'm like what what like He's having a hard time projecting. He's old <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Like, so yeah. anyway, he, he looked he looked as from the, op- fr- fr- old from the opening scene. Him. Yeah, it was like wow. He, he is old. much he is much older and he frailer old. and 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 grumblier. And <laughs> that kinda, opener was in the it, past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hilarious. So then we I flash thought, like, forward. Hey, maybe he's supposed to be younger. And and Clint, Clint's like, well, I'm gonna play the role. We like, f- fuck it. I'm the young guy. We flash forward twelve years, and. Now his his outfit's dirty. His better, I thought. His company has gone has gone belly up because of the internet, and he goes. And now his granddaughter is uh, engaged to be married. 
Fermija, right? Yes. The Fermija? Uh, the nun Fermija? Yeah. From the nun? And he shows up at, at their party. The daughter's not talking to him. The wife, Diane Weist, is pissed. And they kind of have it out in front of it's the... It's like another heavy-handed, clunky <coughs> drama scene, audition it's, scene. It's big. It's, it's like, big. Oh, I was, I was cringing because it was like, again... This is stuff that normally happens like at the end of a movie, and here we're like five, maybe ten minutes in, and it's like back-to-back wedding arguments. But it's just like, ugh. the only Latino That's at the, the party is is uh, listening to his money woes, and in one of the clunkiest bits of exposition I've ever encountered, he walks with Clint over to his old beat-up truck, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, uh, he looks at all the little stickers of the different states, and he's like, Looks like you've been around. And he's like, yep, 41 states out of 50, never got a ticket. Clean record. Clean Clean record, never got a ticket. And it's just like, you know you're at a movie about a drug mule, so it's like, you just (laughs) see him setting, just just cutting the bullshit. Like, they don't go out for coffee or anything. The relationship doesn't develop into this. (laughs) Why would this guy think, you know, Clint would want to be a drug mule? He just offers that he has a clean record and has never been pulled over. So the wheels start turning, Clint gets mixed up with this kind of shady uh, cartel business run out of a tire shop mm-hmm. where they load his truck up with a duffel bag. They got like AK-47s. <laughs> like, And he doesn't bat an eyelash. The funny thing is, it's like on his second run or third run, he actually looks in the bag to see what's in there, which he's been told not to do. And holy shit, it's drugs. But what did he think? Like, he's so chill the first couple yeah. rides. <laughs> yeah, they, in the very first round. They have AK-47s. Yeah. And so when he actually looks and sees that it's drugs, you can't act. That's not no, a surprise. No, so. yeah. I rang false, definitely, yeah. because Holy you're right. Shit. From the opening get-go, like, he should know what he's going to do. I think, I think it was about the quantity. Like, oh, you know, because he was I always guess. saying, hey, getting bigger, boys. He did know. comment on the size every time. I, it's Except weird. the final when they piled it in. Or it's whatever. weird that the movie didn't establish him as, like, having little lapses of judgment to give him that out, you know, like yeah. to get to make it seem like, oh, maybe they are taking it. Maybe, maybe they lie to him and they're like, it's toys for tots, old man, you know, and maybe he <laughs> believes it. But no, he he, he, he knows. knows what's up. No, he's dirty. He knows. And <laughs> he's not clean in this. And the audience is just laughing. He just making all these these comments about Mexican and speaking in Spanish, like Oof. like it was, it was just one after another. Yeah, it yeah. just felt. It felt out of time from a different era. Definitely. Which it is. He is. This yeah. movie took yeah. its time. I mean, it's with John character Wayne. development, like they were developing the two other the guys that tag that follow him. Okay, those <laughs> guys started to <laughs> like. <laughs> but like but then, like forty-five <laughs> minutes in, I want to say sixty minutes in, it just randomly cuts to Andy Garcia as a cartel leader. <laughs> okay. And that segues into the. He, and uh, it's like, was that Andy Garcia? Oh yeah, it was. Okay, Andy yeah. Garcia should just understand that he's going to be a cartel leader for the rest of his acting career. That's just where they're going to put him. Like yeah, He's going to be the I cartel I think the guy. Ocean's Eleven trilogy kind of put him yep. as a villain kind of heavy. because yeah. yeah. he, he, he settled into the elder statesman godfather role. And what a great yeah, what a plush could, like if you're going to get typecast well, it's great. Hang out by the pool for the rest Dude, of your career. Beautiful, 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 beautiful girl <laughs> yeah. shooting golden double barrel shotguns. I mean <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the hard-charging DEA agent. Oh, man. So Bradley Cooper's first scene. He is, he's oh, looking he, down. He, he is, is sounding down. down. He's down. Yeah. He's, like, hungover. He's and, sleepwalking. Uh, I mean, Lawrence, he's faxing it in. Speaking of typecast, oh, Lawrence Fishburne 
how how many times has he played the ca- Ooh, the the cop the or captain Eastwood? or whatever for over behind ten years yeah. since, yeah. since midnight so behind uh, the desk. midnight garden of good and evil or was there it Mystic is, River first I there forget. is one scene in this movie the where they are walking down a hall but it's in the same building otherwise he is in the same office behind or around the same desk for the entirety of the movie of all of his scenes i mean it's yeah. as simple as clint literally calling these guys up and yeah. saying yes or no and you don't say no to him i think person. fishburne did one day i think he did one day maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah michael maybe. pena but, and, and michael, michael pena, pena had it even pena. worse yeah, yeah. He, like, he was never like in focus no <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that can, he was always in he was shots. always off camera in the back <laughs> he, he had yeah he quipped a little well, or it was like hey he's bradley cooper's but Bradley Cooper's partner. Bradley Cooper's partner. And yeah. it's so like if you're gonna go down the rabbit hole of like Clint, you racist old coot. It he's only in the movie so that he can say all that anti-Mexican shit. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Like no, like, no he's a Damn, good. Dude. This guy's a good family man. We you know. It's not all Mexicans it's not that all are Mexicans. drug cartel run. Yeah, he's right. got it covered. He's got it covered. So to me, like he has no other character. So that's why he's in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're not hot on his trail. Uh, that's, he's not hard charging because they're just slowly putting the case together. You, I mean, if you're really into the movie, it's tantalizing, I guess, to know that these two guys are going to come together at some point, like, you know, De Niro and Pacino, but... I don't know. It, it felt a little slack to me. Yeah, it would only it would only work if like Cooper was the local town sheriff that Eastwood like lived in, and it sure. was like more localized. They knew to, each like, other. A, a national network or something. Yeah. But yeah, they're really yeah they, they really don't have much to work with in terms of they're building not connected a ra- ratcheting at up all drama until the third act. No. Yeah. And how many drug runs did we go through? Or so just... many. Oh. And what was weird is they had a t- they would have title cards so like first run, first run. and it's like how is this relevant or important? Every run, I kid you not, <laughs> every run starts on, on a drone shot of his truck, and then we cut inside, and Clint, Clint's just like singing, singing. mumble like singing, mumble warbling along uh, with some old classic. Most lame, they had all the classic on the classic. road, yeah, all the road on songs. On the road again, Ain't cool I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. They he sings he sings that uh, ain't that a kick in the head? They they play it twice. They, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. no they play it once. They interpolate it into the score and then they play the actual song again. Oh he God, loves yeah. that song. And then sometimes it's just kind of ancient, you know, kind of semi-smooth jazz, you know, like just kind of a, a drowsy trumpet, like. The movie starts with similar similar feeling music, and yeah, it, the, fe- it felt like Gary Marshall. The elderly like. the elderly couple next to me instinctively both just yawned right when the movie started. <laughs> they were just like, <sighs> the big because it was just yeah. a shot of a flower, you know. Yeah, but anyway, out of focus shot. So, <laughs> Bradley Bradley Cooper and Michael Penny also get the worst co-star that's like an informant that they've got to work oh, with. Oh, that guy. And he's like oh, the yeah, silly, him, right? silliest guy ever. He's got some facial looks that just made me crack It was up. like it was like almost as bad as the, the manager from A Star is Born that Cooper had to deal with in terms of performers. Well, well Clint, judging by his, his last few films, he casts a lot on the periphery of the craft of acting. Like, I don't know that some of these people... Again, like, I don't think acting is their dream, you know? I think they dabble in acting, but they, they must have something else going on because 
Some of the it could also be the first take syndrome. Could be the first yeah. take syndrome. Yeah. So I don't know. I I can't. I really... think he goes with his gut, just like everything. I feel like this whole movie is like it goes with his gut. Like he's like this is the best choice each time that he, yeah. something's presented to him. I can't really hold it's it against. In that way. I can't really hold it against any of the actors. You know, I think I think the direction is so laid back <laughs> that they. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I also think Bradley Cooper has tattooed on eyeliner. That's my theory. <laughs> I want you guys to watch his eyelashes. Watch his eyes. He's mm-hmm. he's also like implants maybe. He's I think he's got he, he's doing something to his face. So like when he Stretching gets it. when he gets uh, to Clint's age, I'm very interested to see what the structure of his face is at that point. I'm just putting that out there right now. Oh man, um, Eastwood's face. So should this. we should we rat? Should we get to the salad dragon I think, scene? I think because, we should. Because, yeah, yeah. because honestly, I did not expect it to hit or land as hard it as it did. So good. It hit so I was hard. Dying. Now, Bishki, I okay. It was wonderful. I thought that you would for sure be going to the bathroom at the wrong point in this. Somehow, and I, unbelievably, I think, I think I you almost to. did. I think you there. He stirred. The dude next to me did go to the bathroom. And came in kind of mid mid salad dragon suite. So anyway, so Clint's done a few runs. He's informed that the big boss Andy Garcia likes what he's doing, oh, what he's and he wants to meet him. So Clint flies down to and Clint mutters like, "Oh, okay, He flies down so to I guess Mexico, and. <laughs> they're, having, they're having a pool party. Oh God, this pool party! And the oh, pool party, it is, it is dirty old man status because yeah. the camera—it's like the camera's never seen an ass before. Yeah, yeah. there's these women a lot in of big thongs, booties. and center frame. the camera keeps right in your face. drifting just down cam all over the just booties. All, and just all—it kept going. I had to turn all the way to the side because I couldn't even look. <laughs> I didn't even want that in my periphery. It was so embarrassing. It kept leering, oh. and it wasn't even lit. Did you guys notice no, that? No, the whole movie's not lit. It That's what's crazy. So Most people flat fall into darkness. Like, yeah, completely. the movie looked like garbage. But yeah. when the butt started on screen, it's like, okay, we're surrounded by, you know... Yeah, I, stereotype. I, stereotype. We're surrounded by senior citizens in the theater, and you get a lot of, oh, my. <laughs> oh, 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 my. The older guys are loving it. But then it keeps going and everybody kind of shut up like then it just became quiet and weird and watching clint's like face kind of he you know he was he was he was great in the swinging 70s like he was in his element and he's still got some of those same dance moves that you can see he's he's trying to work in yeah i started cringing when he was dancing that's when i started the 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 crypt keeper uh, on the holidays It's like weekend at Bernie's three, yeah. Uh, he's dancing, but he's got like one arm up on your like shoulder it's, with the girls, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's and moving he, around in a circle. And he and you hear mumbling like, "Oh, you're delightful." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna slip her a Werther's original. Oh my, oh my, beautiful yeah. girls. So kind of So he's dancing with this one young lady, and Andy Garcia comes over, and they kind of sandwich her. In yeah, a he like way. gets like right, right in her ear, right and he's just like, "You take the old guy upstairs, and you tuck him in." Pleasure. And you stay with him, and you take care of him, and you make sure like he'll be fine. And make, like, sure make sure he feels good. Make sure he feels good. Yeah. So, he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. so <laughs> and then we proceed. We and then he's like, "Be careful, Tata! Like, don't hurt yourself, Tata." Don't, we don't cut. Die, tata. tata is his uh, his nickname from from the cartel. So we go up into his bedroom. I'm like, 
I, I kind of, I was, I was not looking at the screen for a while, and then I looked back, and we were in the bedroom, and I was, and I was like, wait, are we really, wait, are we in the bedroom? <laughs> we're in with Clint. So, as soon as we go in the bedroom, I, I started losing it. Yeah. I, was, I, I could not, it was like making out. me feel guilty about like all like the, 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 the things I've seen, you know, because it's like here is something like that I this really feel real. ashamed about that I'm about to witness. So, Clint sits down on the bed. She is kind of rubbing on him a little bit. And then we cut back to the party, and I'm like, oh, okay. Suggested suggested sex. Now he's going to come back and like be full of vim and vigor, maybe have a few new dance moves. <laughs> wow. We cut back, and Clint is shirtless. I am dying now, at this point. And, oh, and, dying. and now he's I'm laying crying. on the bed. I'm, I'm crying. crying, too. I'm like <laughs> looking through my fingers. She gets on top of him. <laughs> And he mumbles something like "mamacita" or something like that, and then another woman comes in. Another woman comes in. She takes her top off. Nudity, folks. We're talking bare breast nudity. And she gets down on the bed with him, and he's just like, "Ooh, ooh la la, ooh my my, idios mio" or something. Oh my god, we were fucking. I was dying. I I had tears streaming down my cheeks. I was laughing so hard. The laughter fit. I don't think I could have stopped, and I did not leave the theater. You had to leave. I had to go. I I was laughing for at least three or four scenes after that scene. Oh, yeah. Just oh. because I couldn't stop picturing the the tits in Clint's face with his shirt off. <laughs> well, we, and we cut, yeah, I had the same problem because we cut back to the hard-charging DEA. Oh, my oh, God. And that was just not was, working. It was like, coming off of that, you can't, you can't, we don't give a shit about that now. Nothing. You, you've rerouted nothing. the movie at they, that point. They needed at least one more scene with Andy Garcia after that scene yes, in order for us to kind of come sure out of it. Cut, they probably cut something. They cut something. Because to go from that to the to Lawrence Fishburne and Cooper I talking was, shop, I was laughing was, my ass off during that scene just thinking it. back. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Same. Uh, if you're listening to this, go see or see this movie just for that. Yeah, like, yeah. take your family like Christmas. You'll be home for Christmas. Oh, like, so many families. Got, so got, many families. See this. Family. So many families are gonna go to this. Oh. It, deliver. it does deliver yeah. on that though. I think the, the the audience we saw this with was like, oh man, they were into it. They, they were, were loving it. They, they clapped. Some it. people clapped at the end there of this. Was there was an applause at the end, end which was that's, shocking. That's old fashioned too. Like you, you see a good show, you you let them know they did a good. <laughs> but anyway, oh, I also, I was also smelling hard liquor throughout this. The guy next to me, I think, had something in his in his coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's Sunday, we're all chilling, so yeah. no judgment. He had all but cool jewelry on. The scent was present. So then we enter kind of the third act. Oh, another thing, kind of a salad dragon adjacent scene. I just thought was kind of, I don't know, just so that's so Clint kind of moment was. So he keeps seeing things around that need money, you know? So, like, the VFW had a fire, and they're like, the guy looks at his truck, and he's like, wish we had an extra 25 grand laying around to rebuild this place. So Clint goes on another run, hum to do to do gets the money. Then they have a big, they have a big party. Polka. Yeah, a re Polka. A reopening party. <laughs> but the the singers are, it's all about respecting the, the troops. They are in a VFW, but it's just like... <laughs> It's 
it's like a showcase for the band. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the middle of the movie. And they were like a real, they were a real, real polka couple. Like, that was a local hire. The lyrics were all about supporting the troops and, like, yeah. It's like, there's always jags like that in these Eastwood movies. He always goes, like, a little longer. There's, like, a jazz fest in the middle of (laughs) Play Misty for me. Yes. That doesn't fit there. And it's, like, 40 minutes because he's just, like, he loves it. Sit sit with me. You know, he's like, let me show you the music I like. (laughs) It's in every movie. That's exactly (laughs) it. But then at the end of that scene. They're, they're like, now you gotta fix the rec center. And then he's back on the road again. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be, yeah, the film's. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were gonna go all the way through. Well, with let me like, just say, after a while, I'm like, why is Clint keep doing. I mean, like, he's. He's fixed the VFW. He's. He's like, got flashy jewelry. It's like. I thought they were gonna like kidnap his granddaughter. He bought or, a new truck. truck. Yes, do something to up to heighten it. Yes, like or or make his medical bills out of control. That never so, happens. That never yeah. happens. He's just it going just on drug runs yeah, over and, and yeah. once he buys a new truck with his money, it's a Lincoln commercial. It's very yes. immoral. Yeah, like the it's Lincoln all the time. The yeah. Lincoln it the Lincoln logo is in. I'd a lot say of frames, I'd yeah. say most. Over fifty percent. Like he the... drives through White Sands Monument, it looks like a Lincoln commercial. It looks like a Lincoln yeah. commercial. When you're um, smuggling drugs, you want a classy car. It's not going to get you pulled over. <laughs> so they're Clint and the hard charging DEA agent are on a crash course inevitably, and they have a close call. They run into each other at a Waffle House, and I thought that scene was good. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. give credit where due. I don't, I, I, I hear some groans, but I thought that scene. I think because Bradley really wanted to be in a scene with Clint, like that was fun for him, and you could mm-hmm. see the light in his eyes. Like I'm acting with a legend right now, and it's, it's funny. It's like he's talking to he's talking to Bradley Cooper about you know don't be on your phone so much you know you gotta take the time <laughs> family, gotta, first, yeah, family first family first you second. Know, giving them life lessons I don't, don't know. make I, the mistake I made what did you guys did you guys think that was bullshit or I, I like that scene well I mean there's a scene <clears throat> there's a shot in the trailer where Bradley comes after him and <laughs> then yes and it was it's a fake out. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. The guy who edited the trailer, the trailer was deserves amazing. an award yes the yeah. trailer is utterly amazing this is not the movie. No, no, not at all. Like but not in a little. Like the trailer has more tension and suspense and stakes than that than the movie we saw. Yeah. The trailers yeah. often do. That's that's what they do. Yeah. If they do it but, right. But but it's like he does deserve an award. Like it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> there well, was like a, a point with a canine dog too. There's this yeah. moment where it's like, what's the stakes here? They're gonna find his thing. Oh. But he uses the Ben Gay the Ben he, Gay trick to. He puts yeah. Ben Gay on the dog. He has, he has his hands and he has wads, a crisp rubs a little new. Tube of Ben Gay sitting in the cup holder that he's he MacGyver's into his hands and rubs on the How dog's does he know face. To do that? Yeah. yeah, he just he just instant like like there are shades of a more interesting movie. Like he's apparently you know he's a K- Korean War vet and it's Gran Torino. He's yeah, like it's Gran Torino. he's like not oh, he's not intimidated by guns in his face, which is interesting. They don't really. They don't really follow up on that because he gets, you know... He does stand his own with these guys. He, he does, but it's not like he does anything above and beyond. Like, the movie, it doesn't really even have any violence. It's weird. It's like, kind of comedic. Yeah, because it is R. Yeah, there's no... It's R for it, language. It's shades of Breaking yeah. Bad. And, you know, like nudity. Or, or, or <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it is that, yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's shades of, of, a, of a more interesting movie. Like, like you said, like, if his granddaughter did get kidnapped... 
why is she even in the movie? Yeah. Like, I thought that was going to happen just to have some spice. There was nothing there happening. Was yeah. Not, yeah. yeah, there's got to be stakes. And she's, she was a name. And well, she's just his ex wife, Diane Weist, comes down with movieitis and suddenly. A sick Weist. That s- kind of broke my heart a little. Oh, I was yeah. looking at the screen. Uh, I never so, want to see a sick Weist. I don't want to no. see that. So, yeah. she's, she's, too, she's such real. a doll. She's his, like our mom. On oh, his last yeah. big yeah. score, he reroutes because his granddaughter calls and says, you know, she's. She's got, she's got a bad case of movieitis. You, you got to get over here. So he does go there, and I thought that scene was great. I know it was hard to watch, but it was, tough. It was like it was two actors going for it. You know, I believed them. That could have been in a better movie. Like mm. I, I, I wanted, I wanted a better movie for it. I thought that scene was was very effective. I shed a tear. Man, I was in a spell. Like the first ten minutes, though, when he's when he's winning the award for the seeds and whatnot. I thought, and they were selling really fast. I thought like he had, he had discovered a strain of like opium, and he oh. was gonna be like distributing his own thing. These there are, was like a brief moment where I was like, what could this? Where could this go? Where's the danger? These gonna are come? all Where's more interesting movies. I, yeah, that would have been. I, like, I thought it was crazy. gonna have like, like a, ta- a taxi driver ending where yeah, he was gonna be the one like shooting his way. You know, to freedom I thought so or whatever. Too. Like, yeah. he's, he's, like maybe he kills Andy Garcia, but they like, hint at a combat <clears throat> history. Yeah, they Andy Garcia is overthrown by uh, what's his name? Clifton Collins. Clifton Jr. Collins Jr. Which you see, a sweaty mess you, in this. You see him kind of lurking in the background of the cartel, and you're like, well, he's ob- like this actor is in so much shit. He's obviously going to do something. He takes out Garcia, and then he becomes the the evil kingpin. Over a phone. No, no, you don't even see him. He's like, kill him. You know, yeah, if, you, if like, you're on top of him, kill him right now. There's yeah. no confrontation. Like what we want to see, they they establish cartel guards with golden machine guns. Like yeah, it, we want to see Clint <laughs> take out the cartel. Yeah. Like yeah, we we some of his buddies yeah. from the VFW. You know, Why like maybe not? they all like yes. it's like the Expendables, except way more real and Pepper like way Clint. more peppermint. Clint, way more gritty. You have Clint with a gun, man. Because yeah, like I thought it would have been cool. Like yeah, had he he deviated from the run to say goodbye to his wife, and then it's like, okay, we're going to kill him or whatever, and Clinton knows this, obviously, yeah, so yeah. he's ready for him, you know? So he like he's just going to go out in a blaze of glory, like, give us some climax. But instead, yeah, but that doesn't build it. Instead, he walks out of either. a funeral, the, the, two, the two new school cartel dudes rough him up, and uh, Clifton Collins is like, you know, take care of it. They let him finish his run, and then he gets intercepted on the freeway, by hard charging DEA agent, and that's it. He doesn't fight it. He, he doesn't just gets fight arrested. it. He's, he's like, it was me. It was. He's like, it was me. They they take us to the court, and he's like, guilty. He knows. And then his family's like still with them. His family's like, what? <laughs> his family's like, no. Oh, and the judge is you. like, why don't you play the game? You know. Yeah, the judge and, is like that. And so then it ends with him alone. Tending to flowers in prison. So the whole thing about it's immoral. It's totally the immoral. The whole thing about wanting to be together with his family again is out the fucking window. You want to make up lost time, old timer? Dude, like, you just gave away what little time you had you left. You fucked it you up. You selfish, like criminal, bringing <laughs> drugs into our country, the country that you fought for and defended in the Korean War. It it's really like, was. It has so many problems. He was all after over the, the Thanksgiving yeah. invite. It, it's like somebody. It's like somebody who. Get someone to say, you know what? I really want to have sex with you tonight, and then be like, say, "Good, that's all I wanted to know." Won't, mi- won't miss just, it as you walk just, away. Just wanted to know that I still got it, you know. For what, <laughs> for, what it, for what it's worth, he's sorry for everything, guys. 
<laughs> He's real I don't sorry. know why two people referred to him as Jimmy Stewart. Like, hey, great uh, Jimmy Stewart. I'll tell you why. Why? Okay. <laughs> Is that in this when, Well, you were enjoying, you know, his his and in, in fantasizing about his opium business while he was yes. giving away flowers. Yes. He mumbles a Jimmy Stewart impression, and then a woman who is purchasing flowers says, "Was that Jimmy Stewart?" Yeah, and then it's so a hard awkward. cut, oh, a hard that, awkward yeah. cut. Oh, we I, remember, I remember that. Yeah, it ends on her. Yeah, it, it was badly delivered and covered, so you shouldn't have understood it. And I only understood it like ten minutes later, where I was like, "What was that lady talking about?" <laughs> and then a guy later, though, and then the, the cop station. is like, "You do a hey, great Jimmy Stewart." That's a great Jimmy Stewart. He does, he's not doing anything. He's not doing much. So. I mean, the movie's got a lot going on in it. I wouldn't say it's action-packed by any stretch of the imagination, but it is very interesting. Oh, the other salad dragon scene, which I was sure, which I was sure was the salad dragon scene. Clint's ambling around. He's get He gets leisurely lunches on his trips, which the cartel doesn't like. And he happens pulled pork sandwich. He it's- happens by this motorcycle club or gang, or whatever you want to call it. Oh, They're man. fixing a motorcycle. And he's like, he's, <laughs> I kid you not, he's like, it's the, what, alternator? Or yeah, the sun- muffler, I know, I used to have one. Whatever it was. Ah. He, he's like, son. he's like, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's the alternator, son. And this black woman stands up and literally grabs her breast and says, who you calling son? And then they like all lock, turn her- she cocks him, she's just like, yeah, she, she does, she cocks her breast. And you, they all stand up, and you realize that it is a lesbian motorcycle. Which, yeah. which lesbian And they club? tell them, oh. we're dykes with bikes. We're dykes with bikes. Oh, and, there's worse than and Dykes on bikes. And, and they're, like, they're like, move on, old man. Like, they're... You can tell what he's what Clint's afraid of in this world. He's afraid of technology, Mexicans... Dykes on bikes, like they're rude to him. You know, they're they're just like they're just like move on, old man. He's like, all right, later, Dykes. It's it's yeah. it's amazing he has such a stage. Eastwood has such a stage to present his ideas like this. I mean, this is just like a blanket that he unfolds for us, and it's like, yeah, get this group in there because I want to say that shit line. Thanks, Dykes. But what is the wanna... audience? The audience is probably. You know, a little uncomfortable too with how it's framed. Like, oh, and then he helps not his, this, his family change a tire, and he's like, he's like, you Negro. Oh, oh my God. God. I love, I love oh helping Negroes. I, I love helping Negroes. I, I love helping you Negroes out. I think the audience did cringe a little. The bit. The audience that, yeah. cringed. There was at laughter. There's laughter. And they're but, like, sir, uh, black or just person is fine. I'm we're like, people. Dude, dude, they should beat his And then, like, and then no there's shit. a weird scene where they pull over the wrong truck, and it's a Mexican guy who speaks English, and he's just saying, you know, I'm in danger. I'm, I'm, I'm complying. This is the most dangerous five minutes of my that's, life getting pulled over wild. by That was by a weird cops. scene. Very weird. That, like, that was like a salad his, thing. He said his script that lines twice. That was another twice. thing where Clint was like... I gotta See, balance it. Yeah, I gotta balance it a little from this from the racism. So I gotta be like, we gotta have a Mexican that's. But like, it's weird. It is weird. It's but like it is racist. Deaf. But it is like racist because they yeah they pull him over because they think he's a a, car, a drug it, runner and then and then he's like this panicky yeah. scared dude and they're just and he's like they're they're laughing at him you know the audience is supposed to be laughing at that guy the it's audi- supposed to be yeah. like a weird comic relief moment but it's bad the like audience, it's really bad the audience that's that's my main and I don't know like how deep you can go with this because like you know talking about how movies affect psychopaths you you can't 
you can never win, you know, because then it's like, oh, well, what can you or can't you have in a movie that could trigger somebody to do something weird? But you can't ignore it when it's a theater full of aged white folk and they are laughing at what is perceived to be an overreaction of police brutality. In couched in a movie where he's kind of saying, yeah, it's okay to laugh at this character being racist. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it What is it doing? Like, it, it made me think that, you know, if an 80-year-old stand-up comedian goes out there and just drops N-bombs, he could be super famous right now. You know, oh yeah, like I want to fan that flame. Like yeah. what? What is it? Like what? What are we? What are you saying, Clint? Mm-hmm. Being this character again? Yeah, this is Grand Torino too. This is yeah. <laughs> it's, un, it's unapologetic. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And like, middle, it's, it's his, it's his middle it. finger to the millennium generation. It really is. Because at a certain point, I almost wanted to give him the middle finger, just sitting in the audience, like like at the screen. Well, and then there's a key point where Bradley Cooper's like. I like talking with you guys sometimes, you old guys, because you, you, you've you lived so long, your filter's fallen off. And then Clint's like, I never did believe that I had one. I know. You know, and it's yeah. just like, it's just yeah, yeah, these colors don't run. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it felt like we were vacationing in out, outside our demographic, which is, which is exciting. Yeah. And... I don't know. I'm really curious to see what you guys' bone count is. I I still don't know mine. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Brother Nathan, mm. what, what do you got? We'll still pick on you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you give the mule? Well, I was... You know, like, I'm going back and forth. Like, he is captivating to watch. Like, he did carry the film. At first, I was like, he's not going to be able to do it. He kind of squeaked mm-hmm. out his first few lines. He looked he looked <laughs> like older corpse. somehow. Like a, like a corpse. It, it, I was just like, it kind of like stopped my heart. You know, Every, you know, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, this is this is our Clint. This might be his last movie. But, you know, what we got, what we got, the disappointment for me is his character is kind of a sketch. It feels like one of his other guys, as mm-hmm. we mentioned before. It feels like Torino. It feels like that that character, and it's just not... That's not what I was hoping for this. I was hoping maybe there was a deeper... It's kind of like uh, he coasted on the Dirty Harry persona for a while, and now he's coasting on the Gran Torino well, that's, guy. That's what yeah. made like Unforgiven was so... There was a blank spot in his past to Unforgiven had that, that murder, and like he was a terrible, dirty old cowboy. And mm-hmm. somehow that was just so much cleaner. But it's 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 made through the, by the same guy. You can so tell I can't, that... I can't even reconcile that right now, and I'm, it scares me to revisit Like Like, no, <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has versions of these movies. They all kind of feel the same. And that's why I do returns at Eastwood sometimes. I like I like some of those early ones. They really are on the track. They're slow and everything, but you get on its pace and you follow him and and sometimes he can he can direct a winner. It's really about the material. And he and he's casting like a who's who. He's got the whole thing. So, I mean, I think for people that know what they're going to get into with this movie, Eastwood movie, uh, it's, it's, it's almost entertainment. Like Woody, it's almost like Woody Allen cast at this point. Um, they just want to exactly. work with him, you yeah. know. Well, the stories despite are just, what you may or may not there's think a, about him. There's a story skeleton there. That's it's like a genre movie. I mean, he he, you know, it's leading somewhere, and and the jokes and all this off-color stuff is playing up to an audience that's just like you know they're loving it. So I, I we witnessed that early screening. We yeah. did. I'm one and a half bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to revisit this one. It's just it's just not an Eastwood that you know. I hope this isn't his final film, but it very well. It very it's a, it feels personal like his other ones. I just I don't want to follow him kind of with that with this <laughs> this incarnation of himself. That's a one and a half from Brother Nathan. One and a half bones. Brother Bishke, what do you got going on? Well, I think we have to, to frame this like <laughs> uh, frame it up. 
what did we expect from the director of the 1517? Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. The, the specter of I'm 1517 looms large. Earlier this year, we saw that movie, and that movie is a woof. I mean, it's that, a woof. It's a woof. It's a woof. Yeah. There, there's nothing and, redeeming about it. And, it's a woof times <laughs> infinity. There's nothing redeeming. You are watching someone's vacation and videos. Somehow <laughs> the trailer for this got me not like super excited because I'm not like as big fan of like late Clint stuff. <laughs> but and he is the classic Republican, you know, and it's shining through in this movie. He is the aging war vet that's just hanging on to his racist quips and and um you know, I had laughs. Yeah, you did. And I had one oh, just laughing fit fast. that I have not had. I'm watching your bone count closely because I think, <laughs> I think we're right. on the same page. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you got to speak with your heart. You got to speak with I'm your gonna, heart. I'm going to go with um, one bone. What? Pull your fucking punch! <laughs> I know you like. I know you want to give it more. I know you want to. Because all this stuff that's going through my I head. I know of, of the swirling. racism and the. I know, thing. but I know you want to. But uh, that's fine. Uh, One okay. bone. Okay. That's, you're off the hook. Okay. Brother Lucas commenced the takedown. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, Student feature. I I was having. Well, that's what the fifteen to seventeen Paris is, without sure. a doubt. Like sure. without a doubt. We'll agree on that. Um. But but with this, yeah, with like Bishki said, when I saw the trailer, like I perked up. You know, I sent it to Brother Zach, and 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 Zach was like, "Dude, why are you sending this to me? I, I hate Clint Eastwood." And I was like, "Yeah, but he's like an old guy, still making movies, like at, at the theatrical level. That's got to count for something, right? I gotta I gotta see what this is all about." And so I went in expecting high, uh, like intense drama because that's what the trailer promises like uh-huh. holy shit like yeah. it was a trailer just yeah. like uh, just like mesmerizing that. yeah like it's just intense you guys really love this trailer yeah I man it, yeah. i thought it looked like kind no of when, 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 when he's like no because they they recut the audio so like in the trailer it's like for what it's worth like i'm sorry for everything right, but in right, the movie it's like it, that's not what it's, happens like yeah, he, it's, right. it's cut up but like but anywho for the longest time I was just sitting there thinking, like, this this is, like, a wolf. Like, this is painful. Like, I, I was cringing mm. at the heavy-handed, clunky family drama at the weddings and the cold open and, like, Clint's just cadaver-like performance and muttering. Like, I, I, there were a couple of scenes, like, where I thought it was a salad dragon where I'd lean over and, and look at Bishki or, or Nathan or, or, or even you, Lodgemaster, and we were all laughing at it, like, how bad Clint's... <laughs> character was and like like his his like movie was like just like it just was not you know up to up to snuff but like when that one salad dragon scene got served like i honestly yeah. the hardest i've laughed all year was during michael moore's uh fahrenheit 9-11 like with that cold open 11-9 11-9 excuse me and i was like laughing pretty hard during that but I don't think the tears actually came out of my mm-hmm. eyes. But with this, like I had to cover my face because yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't look at it, it was directly like, oh, so because if I did, so I would have died. Like, I would have like died. Olive like, Garden like in that age, in that pose. It was like Olive Garden. Olive Garden, <laughs> endless oh salad God. dragon. 
Endless salad dragon. He saw that in the script and he's like, I gotta do this movie. Yeah. I didn't write this It, it was like that. his weird no, he victory. put that in the script. Yeah, I know. Oh. It was like his weird <laughs> victory no lap, mistake. like where he gets away with like partying up with girls and like he's having this complimenting the mansion yeah. at every turn. And, and, speed kills. and he's so, oh, yeah. and he's like so complicit in, in, in being fine with like the, the drug uh, trade. Like like the, the politics of this yeah. is, is so awful That's and weird. wrong. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I'm gonna give it one bone just because, yeah. just because it's really like a half bone for the idea and then a half bone for that salad dragon. But honestly, like if, if it didn't have that salad dragon and it was just like him puttering and muttering and being racist throughout, yeah. like I, I would have been like much worse off. But if okay. I laughed that hard, like I was crying. I mean, yeah, I was there's dying. something to it. There's something to like, it. Like when I saw boobies, like my brain broke. <laughs> like it broke. Oh man. I got a bone and a half. That first bone is for that scene. <laughs> Forever, man. All right, so that's a one bone. We got one bone, one bone, one and a half bone. All right, yeah. I am going to do what Brother, what brother Bisky could not. I'm going to give this two bones. Oh, They're whoa. not solid bones. Yeah. They're not robust. solid. They're very calcium deficient <laughs> bones. They're brittle. They're old bones. They're transparent. They're transparent bones. They're hunched over. But... Oh, man. I like that scene with him and Cooper at the Waffle House. I oh. thought he and Weast on the deathbed was very uh, moving, despite the fact that it didn't really have a right to, based on what came before. And that fucking salad dragon, man. That sequence. All <laughs> so those, crisp. So all, green. Uh, so fresh. Oh, so fresh. We gotta, we gotta so cut fresh. that into a mega Just mix. A, a lot of dressing on it, man. I gotta give it to. And it's a two-hour fucking movie. I was I, I wasn't on the edge of my seat by any stretch of the imagination, but I wanted to know what was coming next. I was interested, yeah. and despite all the all the criticisms are extremely valid, but I gotta give it that too. That's the mule. <laughs> right. And and thinking about all the families, I can't yeah, this audience this, this audience was laughing and they were enjoying it over yeah. the holiday season. Just just imagine it. You guys have already experienced the crimes of Grindelwald. You've uh, you've dipped into Aquaman. We're getting towards the end of Christmas break. Uh, well, Dad wants to go see the Mule, or Grandpa wants to go see the Mule. Yeah. Let's go to the movies. Let's see the Mule with Make Dad America. and Grandpa. Bradley, Bradley Cooper's yeah. in it. Bradley, like, Bradley, Bradley Cooper's that's, in it. That's what happened when, when Bradley Cooper walked into to uh, Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. office for the first time in the movie. The elderly couple next to me, no joke. They went, that's, that's him. That's Bradley Cooper. The American sniper. <laughs> the American sniper himself. Oh and they were, I could feel them become completely at ease with the movie mm -hmm. and, and think we are in safe deft, hands. wonderful, safe, nurturing hands right now, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so two bones for me might come back to haunt me someday, but I don't care. I had a great time. And that Salad Dragon's one for the ages. And it's a great one to just Ooh. dunk on the end of 2018. Yes. Um, that's yeah, going to wind up in a montage trailer for I fucking our lodge. It. it was amazing. So... Uh, that's, that's the end of the calendar year, y'all. Last one. Uh, in, oh, in 2019, we ain't gonna stop this trade. This trade is gonna keep on rolling. As long as A-List exists. As long as A-List exists. Let me just be clear, without the subscription service, I would not be able we to keep, do maintain pace. So thank like, you, no AMC A-List. Yeah. Your fucking theaters project too dark, it's too quiet a lot of the time. 
But thank you for your A-list service. We're gonna be in Burbank a lot. We're gonna next be year. in Burbank a lot. So come, come. Uh, Let's get cozy. Yeah, come get cozy with us. We're gonna have just the most sparkling guests, some new voices for you, and uh, also the lodge mistress. Uh, is going to be upgrading this Prius in early first quarter 2019. Nice. Nice. I spoke to her about it, and I'm like, okay, well, what are you, what are you thinking of getting? And she's like, well, there's this one model that's discontinued that's a little bit bigger. Oh, and and I'm like, well, why do you like what's what's your reasoning behind that? And she's like, no, I can't tell you. And I'm like, <laughs> why not? She's like, it's not what it should be. It shouldn't be what I what what is deciding my car choice. And I was like, no, you, we're married. You can tell me anything. And she said, I want you guys to be more comfortable in the lodge cast. <laughs> so I was just, I almost shed a tear. I was just like, that is the sweetest, sweetest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So pile some more people on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we get can, two more bodies. We in can here. fit Back some in. more. Yeah. We can fit some more guests one in down at once. The center at, oh, yeah. So look forward to that, and uh, have a safe and wondrous <laughs> mule tastic holidays. Take your family. Take your family to the mule. Take mule Monterey. time. Take it's a, mule time. Feel good movie of the year. Love and light, y'all. Love, Love and light. light. Woo! That's a great Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> mule Clopping over hill and plain Seems how they never stop Lippity clop, lippity clop Lippity clippity 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 cloppin' along There's a plug of chaw tobacco For a miner in Corona A guitar for a cowboy Out in Arizona A dress of calico For a bird in Navajo Get along He looks like a bowl of porridge with eyes.